Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Max Rounds 30 podcast. Of course, there isn't any overtime because this is a 30 minute long show about all of this week's Counter-Strike Global Offensive content in North America. So with me today, as usual, I am joined by Koi from MTU Esports, Jeff from Dust2US, and myself, Caster Guy Thing Dude. So uh, in 30 minutes, of course, we'll be covering all of this week's content. So let me hit that timer. Let's get ourselves rolling. We are in week one. We did week zero last time around. So timer is now rolling. 30 minutes on the clock. Let's get into uh, this past week's news. So, of course, we'll start off with some roster changes slash org changes. And to uh, get the ball rolling, um, let's touch on party astronauts. So they added Viz to their roster after his, um, I don't know if you'd call it timely or untimely. Unceremonious. Unceremonious. Yeah. Like, bye, guys, didn't say anything, yeah. Yeah, this is a little weird. We never really got a official bye Viz post on the Triumph socials, did we? You know it's bad uh, when no, I don't think we did. You know it's bad when you're a player who gets even less of a setup than sixty. Like that's how you know. Like <laughs> that's how you know there's trouble in. That's how you know there's trouble in Triumph Town. Like it's a little bit weird, but so despite the Triumph stuff, what are our thoughts on the addition to party astronauts? I think I I think Viz is a really good player. It's just like. It was something about that Triumph roster that just didn't click at the time, and I think that he's a better player than he looks like when he was on Triumph, and so the way that High Coast plays is very different, and so it'll be really interesting to see, or, or ex-High Coast, now Party Astronauts. So it'll be really fun to see um, what sort of things he brings to the table. Yeah, gotcha. it's probably, I mean, it's like an inoffensive move. Like, if you had to find a player who was a free agent on short notice, Viz is probably the best player you could pick up. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know. He, like, I really liked him prior to Triumph. It's like Koi said, he didn't really stand out on Triumph, but that could have just been a role mismatch slash it was kind of his first, like, real big team. Um, I think when we're discussing this, though, like, we sort of need to look at the team as an aggregate now because now we know what the full lineup's going to be. So obviously it's, Ben Leet, Ponalone, DJ, Infinite, and Biz. So what are we thinking about in terms of, like, how does this compare to the old High Coast lineup? Well, I mean... Go ahead. I was just going to say, of course, the loss of both MOTM and RCF is kind of huge. Um, although adding Infinite does bring a lot of experience to that roster. I mean, the whole roster in general is not fairly inexperienced by any measure, but um, I think losing an opera like RCF and then losing um, MOTM is going to hurt, of course, but I think kind of like what Jeff was saying earlier, it's inoffensive, to say the least, um, in my opinion. They're probably still one of the better teams in Premier. Um, I think it all... I mean, obviously, DJ can just sort of cut back into this roster and plug and play his old spots, most likely. So, like, he's already on board with the project. And then Viz has been, you know, actively playing the entire season. So I think the main question for me is, like, with Infinite, is, you know, how long are we going to have to wait for him to sort of ramp up and get back to, like, a... Like, be a CSGO pro again? Because, obviously, he was having his little jaunt through the forest in Valorant, and then his untimely demise from the scene by being, you know, thrown out the window at energy headquarters. So, like, I mean, that's, like, the big question for me is when is he going to come online and be the player that, like, we know he can be? 
honest. Can, Sorry, can go I ahead. what you're gonna say, Koi, really quick? Because I, yeah. I, I just want to preface. I think you like. I think you have to fight monster or something as well. Um, oh, <laughs> this is true. Podcast. So I just want to preface. I think we should uh, kind of. I think you should add that to whatever commentary you add here. Oh, absolutely. So uh, <laughs> first of all, just gonna go ahead and say that I don't know the term or the team's internal dynamics, and uh, I obviously can't know them unless I'm like around more i only watch the games basically and so from an outside perspective it actually feels like this team might not have maybe the same like skill like peak like skill ceiling but at the same time it's a lot more in theory emotionally stable of a team like, I think Viz is a very solid role player. I think that Infinite is just a stellar performer if he finds his spot. Um, whereas MOTM and uh, RCF, like, they either had fantastic games or they had games where they were, you know, getting countered easily or something like that, or they weren't hitting shots. And so this level of consistency might help them go forward. Um, I'm especially excited to see, you know, our one true savior um lord dj absolutely pop off you know he's the best player so this guy has, this guy has no convictions he'll just say whatever people <laughs> yeah. want to say like <laughs> no no i i i was i've talked in dms a little bit and uh monster has some plans for that team and so i'm excited to see how they work out and uh that's all i can say really and then can i Rep add to that really repad, quick too? you know I also pet? want to say, um, I, I kind of feel like, kind of like what you're saying with like that baseline consistency. The big issue when they were with High Coast was that they would always be losing to just like random teams and like cash cups or like, you know, they never had that baseline performance. So I, I definitely agree with you there. And I think that while we might not see that peak, you know, I think their skill floor has raised. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, like DJ coming back is probably the or probably the. Ponal and Benley being like, okay, we kind of maybe underestimated what you brought to the team. Because, you know, back in the New England Whaler times, like, they were a very stable lineup. Like, I don't think they were as, like, I think they had less up and downs than when they were with High Coast. And I wonder how much of a role DJ had in that sort of setup where they, you know, they were very consistent and we didn't really see them, like, losing to random advanced teams or random lower level premier teams back then. Yeah. Noable esports here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, if we don't have any more thoughts on that, we do move on to our next eloquently named team. Um, the next roster change we'll be kind of covering is uh, Magic School Bus uh, with the addition of Kaber. So this is X Levitate, but let's uh, move on to the new name because, of course, we would, don't want to be giving old orgs free advertising. So I mean, we don't want to move? give. I mean, this new team apparently doesn't want to give themselves advertising either because, hey guys, maybe you know, stop choosing fucking copyrighted names to base your teams around. Like, <laughs> yeah. generate your I own mean, generate your I own really brand. No, I, was I, say, I can't talk because I have I, I named my open team Subway Sandwich Esports. So no, no, but listen, <laughs> but yes, like, yes, yes, it, like it's now you know now HLTV has you called you know MSB and it's like no one gives a fuck what MSB is and your team's already not that good to begin with. So like you're not generating any form of positive impressions from the brand side or the player side. So it's like it's like just come up with a different fucking name for once. Like do you think? You know, Party Astronauts was like pulled out of the ether. Like, 
I at don't least know. that one's like kind of creative, right? Because like when it comes to like Magic School Bus, like it's right. You have like what are you gonna do if you make if you make like okay here out of nowhere like say they just like blow everybody out of the water in Premiere and they make Pro League. What the hell are you gonna do with that name? You're gonna or, get sued. Yeah. What if they go to the global <laughs> challenge? Like what if they go to the global challenge and you know Darth Mike's like sitting there on his little desk. He's like uh, Magic School. MSB, uh, X Levitate, yeah, yeah, X Levitate, guys. Like, yeah. uh, ESA, ESA they... legal wants me to remind you all that this has no affiliation with. The Have they like Magic publicly bus. like like super hard doubled down on the whole Magic School Bus like branding thing, or is it really just like Twitter. one of those ideas that they were just like, is you it, know, we've got Twitter nothing else to doubling, do. The Twitter account is doubling down. I mean. Yeah. I, I guess where I don't know. Else, like where else I'm just wondering if like any, if anyone's actually had a conversation with them about how it's a bad idea. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like there's only a couple adults in the room in the NACS like scene, so I don't True. know. It's like two. I haven't I haven't had a talk with them. Hopefully, they watch the show and realize like the error of their ways. But just either call yourself X Team or come up with a new name. Just stop fucking like. Just try harder, everyone. Right. Speaking of okay, now <laughs> see, the, the real now the real meat of this rant is, um, like I said in my preview I recently released, I feel like Caber is like a slight upgrade of Ghosty, but I don't know how far it moves the needle forward, and this team tries to be back in relegation again. Yeah, they definitely yeah. showed like signs of life there in relegation as or towards the end of the season, like they actually like were putting up some decent numbers and like uh. I think it was hate that was just performing like just above and beyond yeah. most expectations. So I wouldn't necessarily write them off in a lot of their like you know like mid premiere um, matches. But I, mean, I don't know if you've seen their group. Like they don't have a lot of fucking wiggle room here. Like, no, they're in the they same definitely group with like don't. Party Astronauts, RBG, One, Pain. So that's four losses right there. So they go zero and four already, and then they have four more matches. So their best split is four and four, and they're probably going to go like two and six, and that's relegation right there. That's true. That's true. Although at the same time, it really comes down to how potentially you know inconsistent like Velas or Third Impact or something like like I don't know. Like I definitely see them having an upset group or where they go four and four. So I guess that's not really upset territory, but like I I could see them pulling that off potentially. They could have an average season. Yeah, like one of those middling teams that stays in Premiere for five seasons and goes ninth through twelfth every single season. Hey, listen, if they're trying, if they're trying, I'm cool with that, right? Like they're putting in the time, if they're putting in the effort, I guess that works for me. I don't know, maybe just them calling themselves Magic School Buzz, I think, sort of tells me like. Yeah, they could also I'm... just not realize that that name is dumb. That is also a possibility. Yeah, like from <laughs> from my from my understanding behind the players is that they actually are trying. Like they they just for some reason chose the dumb name. But like it's not like they're like just writing off Premiere as like a joke or anything like that. So I I'm gonna hold out for them for now. Always right. the always the cautious optimist of the Max Run Thirty podcast. Yes, sir. You're yeah, just, you're just a bleeding heart liberal who. <laughs> Let's go, NA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, speaking of things, uh, well, actually, no. This transition's terrible. I'm just gonna stop that right there. So, just like imagine, just you know, like some dude just like kind of coming out of the coffin right now. We have Recon Five with their new lineup after <sighs> dying, being reborn. 
and then whatever i i don't know it, that was confusing to say the least i mean we talked about it so, on last hold week's it, so episode, okay but... so okay you're you're done you're you're done moving on uh basically all you need to know is out of the du- out of the dust comes plus wilkie and slight minus jasmine the cobra bad move right like not as not they're not gonna be as good no, no. not gonna be no. as good um Hopefully Ty sticks around for well, the whole season, but we'll see. The, the problem is he has said like if Tedder doesn't want him on the team, like he will leave the team, which doesn't exactly inspire confidence that he's going to be a long-term member of the team. And as probably one of the best players on the team now, you're just kind of like this bodes poorly for future events. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy to see Wilkie get an opportunity on a you know on a better team, but. You know, like it's how not, much better is it? How much really? Right. Especially I mean, it doesn't, if have, it's it doesn't pl- have Valen, so like you know, that's you, true. Yeah, but like- they're you know potentially planning to remove T Weiss too. So like it, it's not necessarily uh, the cleanest upgrade that could have happened. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm still holding out hope for this team a little bit. Like I think it's definitely a downgrade. I don't think they're going to make playoffs, but I don't think they're going to be relegated either. Um. But I all, like you said, depends on if T. Weiss decides to stay with the team mm-hmm. and if Wilkie and Slight can sort of step up their play. Like, I don't know. I've been a fan of Slight for a while, and you guys have been a fan of Wilkie for a while. So I think that's kind of like the break point of this team is if those two can be equivalent acts to Cobra and Jazz Pimp. Now, I think that's all we really have to say about that, right? Yeah. On paper, they're a downgrade. Hopefully, they prove us wrong. Uh, next up, we have uh, Big Chillin have brought Switchy on as a coach, and I know Koi, you have some, uh, let's say, ho- controversial hot takes about it. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I'm not necessarily sure if that's gonna be the way that uh, that that Big Chillin improve. Um, I don't really have a whole lot to like go in detail about it but like their group is frankly really stacked and there's a lot of like those like middling teams and big children in the past has struggled against those and like they haven't really like done like they haven't I, made any roster changes they brought on switchy who's more of a motivational ex- coach he, than more of an emotional leader coach, than yeah. anything else and so I'm not sure if they're really going to have like that like tactical breakthrough or that even that like individual skill breakthrough to really like make playoffs or push for playoffs this season, which is fine. I mean, like they're a first season premier team, like whatever. Um, do you think, do you guys think like their reputation is a bit bloated because of the big chill and brand? Like, I mean, I was just thinking about that. Do you think people sort of expect too much from this team based on the fact that like it's a, a household name domestically? I personally I don't, don't. I personally I don't. don't. So. Do we love them? Like, do we love them too much? Because if this team wasn't called Big Chillin', like, would we have any really like? I don't know. I don't really well, know the, the players that great. well. So let's um, let's put it let's put it this way: the people are like you know they've they've been good members of the community for a while. You know, yeah, definitely. And that's just that's like that just kind of helps. Like, of course they they've done a great job of building that image for them, but I don't think that's necessarily a reason to say that that's that's like a. You know, we shouldn't believe in them because, you know, just because they've done a good job building their image. Well, I'm not suggesting that. I'm saying, like, now, I'm saying, like, you know? perception, perception is reality for, like, teams like this. And I don't know if, like, their perception is being artificially inflated by 
by like good good vibes, you know. I mean, I think that it's just like you know, they're they're like everyone's friend. It feels right, and so you're happy to see them do well. But at the same time, you're not expecting them to go out and That's win true. every match. Like I was, I like, am happy. I don't for associate. Them I don't but... associate the Big Chillin brand with like being the best NA team by any means. I associate them with being a. F- friendly face in na similar like to like mythic almost i guess a friendly face among the crowd of among of the match fixers and toxic horrifying transgressions of yeah yeah the... they're okay. just homies and i appreciate their existence i do appreciate their existence too and i wish the best for them i just they have, a, they have a they have a tough group in theory. I only say that because themselves. I only say that because on paper it's a uh what is it? Group A in my opinion is more stacked, but uh like there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of close games for yeah, that big chillin roster. Um, and if those big if those close games don't go their way, like it's kind of going to be soul crushing at times. I think, uh, yeah, so, d- yeah, I think it's definitely, like, eh, probably not going to win too many, but, I, I mean, you're right, I think they're just a good team to have in the division, because we know they're always going to be trying, at least, and they're not just going to be, like, jackasses, or they're not going to release, like, right. a, I'm sorry for saying the N-word, like, twit longer anytime soon, so, like, <laughs> um, moving on, so we won't really be looking at the professional aspect of this, we'll look towards the sort of player aspect, where Mythic have lost Adrian, and they're looking like they're going to be picking up Sluggy. Thoughts, feelings, does losing Adrian hurt a lot? Um, I think... Yeah. 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 Congrats to him, but yeah. This Mythic team, I think, might be in the worst spot it's been in, like, a long time. Because I don't really know if Lex, like, can... I mean, no one knows. No human on Earth knows if Lex can hang at the premier level because he hasn't played in, like, two and a half years. But... You know, my intuition just tells me that, like, Lex is kind of going to be dead weight for most of the season. Mm. And and that, <laughs> as a result, you're going to have to, like... <laughs> and that, as a result, you're going to have to, like, you know, deal with Lex being dead weight. You're going to bring Sluggy in. JoJo, as much as I love him, he's not, like, a superstar player. So it's going to, like, a lot of the responsibility is going to fall on Flom to, like, keep the team alive. I don't know. Yeah. Here's the thing. So Mythic has been, uh, as we saw like last season, like they were willing to bring in like fairly inexperienced players and actually like work with them uh, and develop that experience and that chemistry and that kind of thing. And Sluggy's like he's pretty kind good. of nuts. He, he's yeah. he's genuinely a gifted player. Um, he just lacks experience and like the decision making and stuff that like comes with that, right? So if there's one team that I'd say it's worth taking and just seeing how it works out, I'd say Mythic would be a pretty like a pretty good place for him. I don't and know. I think it might be that role somewhat. Am I right. being a fucking downer here? Like, am I just am I just Mr. Fucking Sourpuss and like I just hate every roster of this week? I don't like <laughs> I don't like Lex being on the team, but Sluggy's not bad. I wouldn't write that team off yet. And honestly, okay, a hot this is well not really a hot take, but a, just like a general genuine appreciation for like what Mythic is kind of doing with like just besides just developing players from a skill perspective. I think it's also really great that they're developing players from a 
content perspective too, player branding perspective. They do an excellent job of like, I mean, look at where Jojo has gone from, from, you know, just kind of being middling in between from his time at third impact. I mean, he still has to update his, his Twitch Louis, panels. Cause Louisiana bio just hanging out. like Yeah. So it, it's, it big props to Flum and crew for like what they've done with that. Um, and I, I think that, you know, the loss of, Adrian is gonna suck but also we'll see you know mid, yeah. like as talent develops i mean you know their point here is not to be the team that is there to win but i think that they still have a pretty good shot at playing some good games so i mean let's i think that's going to be at least an entertaining watch in something that's going to be very awesome for us to kind of watch unfold over the course of this season i just hope the mythic public relations department has investigated him thoroughly so they don't have a third. They don't have a, a three-peat of players with, let's call it, personal baggage. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it's probably it's probably like a status quo Parabella move. Though the addition of Lex is probably more concerning than a removal of Adrian, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, Sugby's mm -hmm. good. Sugby's probably good enough for Premier, but I just want to more rant about you know Lex not being particularly good. Um, we kind of got to get moving here a bit. So let's talk As about. Always. Yeah, as always, we drag way too early on things that no one gives a shit about. Uh, speaking of something that no one should probably give a shit about, um, Chocolatech has risen from the dead with a new roster consisting of 60, CJ, Wreck, Jazz, Vamp, and Stamina. And then also Exotic decided to play tonight, even though he said he didn't play anymore. So, you know, once again, we are being, you know, lied to and everything will pull over eyes. But let's pretend Exotic's out of the picture. Thoughts and feelings about the roster. Why the fuck does this exist? That is probably my biggest. This is just dumb. Like, and for Jazz Pim, from like just moving to this team, what the hell is this going to do for your image? No, this I is stupid. This is a, this is like so like yeah. For stamina, I don't think it really matters because he was kind of stuck in advance anyways. But for Jazz Pimp, like Recon Five was a good enough team. Like, and he seems to be the one that sort of perpetrated the death of the original lineup. So I don't really see like what his like reason to go to Chaco Check is. Like, was he really that excited to play on like? play under the brand that is known for match fixing was he really excited to play for like with 60 and cj who are fellow match fixing fellow travelers and moreover rec already left his team rex rec made the conscious decision to come back like do are all these guys just so excited to like play and they and they say apparently if nose rec gets unbanned they're like if, if his band lapses at the end of the month like they're excited to play with him too so it's like what are you gonna bring like four pack and retchy back next and just like pretend that this ever happened because like I just don't get it. Like, what? Why are so many like skilled? Like, why are so many skilled players like Curry and Whippy? And now these guys all like, well, we gotta get on with fucking blood, sweat, and tears, rebirth, chocolate check. Like, do, do do players just not have? Do players just not have like good? Like, is their prefrontal cortex just underdeveloped and they don't understand like the consequences of their actions anymore? Well, yeah. I, I mean, it's always been like that. That's just North American Counter-Strike in a nutshell. But, like, seriously, like, I just want to hammer that home. This brand was created entirely separate from Rebirth to be the home for the match fixers, essentially. Like, what What the hell? This destroys your image. It's a complete, like, it's not even a brand. It's a complete, like, it's, it's a smokescreen. Like, it's a complete farce made up to, like, fool idiots into being like, well, they're sponsored by chocolate milk, so they're obviously, like... They're it's legit, a guys. Account run by a guy, run by who fucking knows who. Sick you know, like criminal seen... lures children with chocolate milk, like. Right, it just feels dirty, you know. It just it's it's very clearly a team that isn't built around you know achieving like 
excellent consistent results or like competitive results like it's it's literally just meant to be like a team that's fun for the players excellent in the server not to mention they also lost in playoffs to a gdpr esports that was on the verge of exploding and lost a you know a couple of players there they did did they lose one or two Uh, well mind you don't you guys think it's totally wacky and weird how they have a stated roster that they give to the hltv and they just use different players and interchange parts randomly almost like that would be a good way to um you know disturb the disturb the betting odds or something i don't know if i'm got a line here but oh no yeah, that'd be a pretty good way that'd be a pretty good way to you know fuck with the betting odds right before a match starts or once the bets are already locked in oops i guess oops wreck had some internet problems here comes exotic hope here comes ogre here comes track like yeah Dude, it's just, I, I cannot believe that we are still sitting here. And actually, yeah, the fact that we're still sitting here waiting for answers e- is. Isaac needs stupid. to wake the fuck up. Like, if there's one, like, if there's one thing, like, I want in my life before the end of this month, is I want Isaac to finally do something. Because, mind you, you know, everyone, everyone's like, oh, Isaac's risen from their grave. But it's only because of what Dusty.us did that Isaac like, has even any legs to stand on in North America. Like, they just got to sort of ride the wave of like good vibes with them being temporarily banned, but that wasn't dumb at all. Like their 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 report is still waiting in the fucking wings for an indeterminate amount of time. You know, totally two weeks on April first, but haha, I guess not. Like, guess that was the joke, huh? Yeah. Okay. So I think we've already made our piece about Chaco Check yeah, and we how gotta, we just want we to drop, drop dead and release all the players <laughs> from their bondages and um. We'll skip. So one thing we were going to talk about is uh, MOTM to Triumph. It's not official yet, but I'm sure like we're probably of the general consensus it's a decent enough roster move. But we'll probably wait until it's official just because there's rumors of other changes coming to that team. So we'll we'll hold off and we'll wait till next week and see what happens in the in the climate. Um, we're going to just briefly touch on uh, Oplano and RBG made it to the CS Summit close qualifier. Um, I don't know if we have a whole lot to say about that. Uh, it was, probably wasn't a good debut for Oplano, despite them winning. I mean, because they, they barely beat a Triumph roster that was making their debut with their new roster. Um, and that's supposed to be like a tier one Brazilian lineup. Right? Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's probably underwhelming. It's probably a crime that they aren't using TRK. And they're using like Lucas One or Leo Drunky. I think TRK is a far better player than both of them, and I think that ever since he's been taken away from Team One, his career has just been a, a hellscape. So I feel really bad for him. Good RBG looks good for though. RBG, yes. RBG <laughs> did look good though. Here. Well, with Clasia, they're just like Clasia are just ready to go fucking nuclear because you have Hex yeah. and Clasia who are like two of the best Oof. young talents in North America, Oof. and so like you put those two together and you just tell them, you just point, you just point and tell them to go kill, and it's like, it's it's sexy, like it just. It's, it's incredible. I love this game. If they made like some RBG like matte black merch with like some of like accents of their colors, I would totally buy like a bunch of their crap. Yeah, I'll buy it all. (laughs) I'd buy some RBG merch. Hold on, they have jerseys, right? Yes, they do. All right. I'm just saying, if they make make like a like a slightly like kind of undertoned, a little less gamery version of some of their stuff, I would totally be in on that. They do suffer from like what do you call like sector six syndrome, where all your shit is like super gamery. Yes, that's true. Yeah, 
Okay, so three minutes left. We are going to do our Vermeer season predictions. So we have the two groups here, and we're going to kind of just go through and figure out, you know, where do we think that this team is going to kind of be? Let's do it. Let's do it shotgun style, and you just tell yes. me your eight teams that get through playoffs, and if any of them are wild, we'll call each other out because we have two minutes left. Okay. All right. So you know what? We're gonna we're gonna put Koi in the hot seat right away. Koi, what oh. are the eight teams that you think are going to make it into playoffs? All right. Uh, so from Group A, definitely uh, Pain, Party Astronauts, RBG, and I think Team One. That's I, what I, I have to. That's I am, faith. I'm just <laughs> not sure about Team One. I don't know why I'm not sure about them. They should they on paper in Europe. be good. They did suck in Europe, and then they came here, and then they, who they get clapped by in their most like in their debut here in NA. Like there's. The, there's like some like vicious kitties or something. No, no, it wasn't. Yeah, or no, that was. You're no. thinking of Imperial. You're thinking of Imperial. Yeah, I'm thinking of the other. Yeah, you're thinking of you're thinking of the you're thinking of the team that has fair, who's like ultimately incredibly watched at this point. I was gonna say, I don't think I don't think Team One has played. Uh, they lost to Counter Nature. Oh, yeah, that bad, yes. that bad Counter Nature. That's like the French Canadian team. Yeah. yeah. So, so so I have I have reason to doubt them a little bit. But who would you have in that spot if not for them? Third impact's gonna come up clutch through my boys. Um, I don't know actually. I'll second I'm, that. I'm actually I'm not, gonna second third impact, third impact that. I would have I would have Vela as, as a team if team one didn't do it because I think No, I don't actually. I'd have third impact. I'm sorry. I think I think it's third impact. Yeah. No, I I thought about it harder and it's like I like both the teams. But third impact, it's just better. All right, minute twenty yeah. left. Group B. Let's okay. Play. Group B. Definitely extra salt. Uh, definitely triumph. Yeah. Um, I. This one's a bit fucking harder, isn't it? I mm. if 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 Recon Five keeps T Weiss and they just and they just play as the same five, I think they could do it. I think Secret Club could do it. And unfortunately, given the way that group plays out, I think Choco Check could make yeah, it. Yeah, I hate in to there. say it too because if we run through like the teams in the group, I don't think GGPR are gonna be very good this season because they've lost some of their best players. Uh, SKDC is still just a meme team, and we don't even think like this. The lab they're using tonight is gonna be their final form. Big Chillin aren't very impressive, and QC Clan are kind of just like a joke French Canadian roster. Where the gimmick is, we speak Francais and we are from Quebec. Like that's kind of their whole shtick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way, way to completely annihilate them, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of around the same. Those are those are about my same feelings. I think that with I definitely think Secret Club is going to be one of the teams that makes it in. Um, I feel like they've still got a bit of a punch left in them, even despite some of, you know, losing Klesia last season. So um, True. They are back on the double wolf train now. So Yeah, two wolves, you know, wolfie and a wolf. You know, we'll see how it goes. But that is the end of uh, today's episode, or rather this week's episode. So uh, be sure to... Uh, like, comment, subscribe, all that thing, you know, do the social media stuff, maybe like our tweets, retweet, follow the account, that kind of stuff. That'd be really cool. Helps us uh, grow and uh, continue to bring this episode to you on all of our platforms. So thank you for tuning in and uh, be sure to tune in next week for when we have two. When we are able to talk about matches that happen and we can actually have data to back up our talking shit. Yeah. Yeah. I like oh, data. Peace. <laughs> Bye.